So firstly, Mick established his lead. What a trick you are. I'm after winning my second quiz in a row on my return and you haven't stopped be bullshitting ever since. It's absolute no, nonsense. No, no, no. Celebrate Boo my greatness. Yeah. OTB AM. Live weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app. The News Round on Off The Ball with Gillette for an effortless finish to your day. New Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. This is News Talk. Yes indeed, very welcome along to Off The Ball Saturday here on News Talk. Shane Hannan with you through until 5pm this evening in for John Duggan and uh, what a show we have for you this afternoon. We're currently watching Newcastle nil, Liverpool 1. There are 33 minutes on the clock at St James's Park. Naby Keita with the goal for Liverpool in that one of course. A big day in the, uh, the title race. Liverpool can go top of the Premier League for a few hours anyway. Uh, by avoiding defeat against Newcastle in that game this lunchtime. Man City, of course, to take on Leeds away from home tonight. Loads to come on the show between now and five o'clock. We've got uh, an excellent panel from uh, half past one with uh, some new National Dairy Council ambassadors. Paul O'Donovan, the uh, Olympic gold medalist rower in the lightweight double skulls, a four-time world champion. Uh, Vicky Wall, the Mead Ladies footballer and the 2021 All-Ireland champion, of course, and reigning footballer of the year. And Emer Considine, the Irish international monster rugby and UL Bohemians player. Player. That's all uh, on the way from half past one. They were speaking to me during the week uh, after being announced as National Dairy Council ambassadors for this year. Then from two o'clock, uh, big interview, big feature interview with none other than uh, Barry Hearn, former chairman of uh, Matchroom Sport and World Snooker. Uh, he's got a book out uh, all about his life and times and uh, some really, really interesting and fascinating stories in that book. Uh, so half an hour I was sitting down with Barry Hearn. Uh, we spoke about Katie Taylor as well, of course. Big uh, fight for Katie tonight in uh, Madison Square Garden against uh, Amanda Sarah. Rano, so uh, we'll, we'll chat about that as well uh, but a really fascinating interview with Barry Hearn that's uh, on the way from 2pm you'll obviously catch up on anything you miss as well during the show between now and 5 o'clock on the podcasts on the OTB Sports app you can download that for free in the App Store or indeed the Play Store the, wherever you get your podcasts as well you'll, you'll catch up uh, and then from 3 o'clock to 5 o'clock uh, we'll talk football we've got Football Saturday I'll be joined in studio by Johnny Ward and by Graham Gartland and the former Irish international striker Simon Cox will be on the line as well as we talk well there's so much to talk from the week really from football there's uh, the Champions League and uh, the brilliance that it keeps bringing us uh, Jurgen Klopp extending his contract to 2026 uh, Manchester United's week as well epitomised really Ronaldo and De Gea coming to the rescue again against Chelsea um, and loads to get stuck into and plenty of other talking points uh, from uh, the world of football the Old Firm Derby of course tomorrow so uh, we'll look ahead to that um, we'll talk about racing as well in advance of that around 2.40pm or so Johnny will join me in studio uh, to talk Punchestown to talk the Guineas and plenty else uh, besides I was at Punchestown myself yesterday joined in studio by uh, producer extraordinaire and a man who tells me he used to work at Punchestown Festival and uh, Andy Martin Andy how are things Good how are you Jen? I'm keeping well am I, uh, my voice I was. I woke up this morning. I won't lie to you, and I, I was a bit raspy from uh, shouting "Billow at home" in Punchestown Festival yesterday. My first time. I met our own Owen Sheehan at the uh, the gates of uh, Punchestown yesterday on the way in, and I had said to him, "Geez, man, I've, ne- I've never been to Punchestown before." And he said, "Yeah, I haven't been since Oxygen 2011." <laughs> we all camped there, and he reminded me that I was at that Oxygen 2011. So I had been to Punchestown before, just not in the guise of. Uh, of a racing festival which is why you're supposed to go there but you used to work there Andy I did yeah I used to work in the suites in the in the bars for the for the owners and trainers yeah, in the VIP section it was, uh, it was very hectic especially oh. uh, on that week you know especially I think the worst part about it is the fact that 
the races start so late in the evening. Yes. The, like, like, first race is what? 3.30? 3.35? People are, people are fairly rowdy by the time oh, yeah. even the first race comes along. Like I, I was oh, yeah. looking like yesterday myself and my brother and a few of us were, were lining up um, and you would be a while trying to get a pint of anything. Uh, the bars were, fa- were fairly understaffed but look They're always understaffed. Always yeah. understaffed but yeah. listen this is the thing. I suppose Friday as well at Punchestown is always the busy day. Like my brother and a few of his mates went on Tuesday as well and they said it was a little bit quieter but um, what an atmosphere. It, it's a great atmosphere. Did you get to see Honeysuckle? Oh, I've got to see Honeysuckle. Like, that was probably the highlight of the day. Um, and just the, the noise when Rachel Blackmore was coming back into the winner's enclosure as well. Like, and then just to see, like, Robbie Power's last race as well. You're, you're, like, it only struck us when the race actually kicked off. We were like, this is the last time Robbie Power will be in a saddle. Yeah. You know, so I, I was iconic. watching it from here as well on the TV. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, Very what, emotional, yeah. It was, a, it was an interesting moment to watch. Proper venue. Proper venue, Punchestown Racecourse. If, uh, if anyone hasn't uh, been, uh, I would urge you to tick it off your sporting bucket list. It was definitely one on my list. Um, but, Andy, I only found out before we came into the studio that you are a Chelsea fan. <laughs> yeah, which is I don't broadcast no, that. You've kept, well, which I've just broadcasted to the nation, so <laughs> apologies. But, um, yeah, like, Chelsea season has gone okay. I'm a Manchester United fan. Uh, I, like it's it's not been a great season for us as we watch Liverpool take a free kick here against Newcastle. It goes over the bar from Jordan Henderson. Thirty eight minutes on the clock. If you're a Liverpool fan at the minute, you must be you must be absolutely buzzing. Like if they win even three of these four trophies, where do you think they rank in terms of the greatest English teams? Everyone is going to compare them to the treble winning team of Manchester United in 1999, but. If they win the four, they're they're clearly oh clearly the best ever then because I mean on paper it's the best that is season on record ever in the yeah. Premier League era anyway, so they, that absolutely has to be the case. And even you're looking at the team today, they don't have Trent Alexander Arnold in there, no Fabinho, no Thiago, no Mohamed Salah. Oh, As Newcastle nearly score here around the keeper, and they have scored. Newcastle have equalised. Uh, Just I as I was about to oh, oh it's an offside. the offside. <laughs> this is you can't get excited about goals anymore, can you? No, you really can't. Uh, now this isn't a VAR decision, but the, the flag was up. We'll check and see was it an offside. You uh, rounded the keeper quite nicely and put the ball in the back of the net. I'm just trying to see who it was. Uh, he was definitely offside. Oh, yeah, yeah a couple of them were offside by by at least a, a meter or two. So uh, it remains Newcastle nil, Liverpool one. Should bring you up up to date and a few other bits happening because I mentioned City uh, will play uh, Leeds United away tonight as well. City boss Pep Guardiola doesn't believe this evening's trip to Leeds is made more difficult by it being in between the first and second legs of their Champions League semi-final with Real Madrid. He's also spoken, Pep Guardiola, about having to chase their rival's result this afternoon. I don't know, honestly. I don't know. Ask to the broadcasters, they decide the game, so I don't know. How do your players deal with that, for example? They'll know, obviously, how Liverpool have, have played and, and, and gone on. We have been in this position many times in the past and now in the present, so it's not new. We have to do our game. If we play before or later, we have to win the game. Nothing changed. Jürgen's announced yesterday he's staying on at Anfield till 2026, and he's hoping, obviously, to continue this wonderful rivalry with, with yourself and, and with, with City. When a, a fellow coach makes that sort of decision, do you maybe think about maybe staying on a little longer as well? Who? Yourself. Ah, myself. Um, I don't know. It's a uh, leads, it's um, focus, uh, the important thing. I have, uh, uh, so congratulate Jurgen on Liverpool. It's, I think it's really good for the Premier League and, um, and I wish him all the best So in the future. So and to my future is Leeds, our future is Leeds, and in the end of the season. So no, no thought at this stage about whether that his decision impacts on, on what you might do in the future? Why should uh, take an impact? Uh, 
So everyone has and everyone his situations and and if uh, we decide to stay longer, but together we decided not because my colleague Jurgen extend the contract or not extend the contract. So I don't I don't I don't see the relation honestly. Yep, Man City boss Pep Guardiola there speaking ahead of their trip to Leeds this evening. As I mentioned, Liverpool still in action, 1-0 away to Newcastle. Norwich could have their relegation confirmed if they lose away to Aston Villa today and Burnley pick up three points at Watford. Watford will be as good as down if they lose at Vicarage Road. Elsewhere, Southampton play Crystal Palace and Wolves entertain Brighton. Uh, Jamie McGonigal took his tally of goals for the season to nine as Derry City established a three-point lead at the top of the SSE Artricity Premier Division last night. The Candy Stripes were comfortable for winners away to St Pat's Shamrock Rovers had to settle for a one-all draw away to 10-man Sligo Rovers uh, Dundalk up to third after they beat Drahada United 4-1 in the Louth Derby at Oriel Park uh, Bohemians returned to winning ways with a 3-0 defeat of bottom side UCD there was more frustration for Damien Duff and Shelburne who went down to a late goal away to Finn Harps uh, Cork City remained three clear at the top of the first division standings after they won 4-1 at home to Longford Town Galway stay second having come from 2-0 down to win 3-2 at Treaty United Wexford are just outside the playoffs after their 3-0 win at Athlone while Bray and Cove drew one goal apiece at the Carlisle grounds. A Sheffield United's championship playoff hopes were boosted after coming from behind to beat QPR 3-1 last night. Fulham could win the title today without even kicking a ball. They'll be crowned champions if second place Bournemouth fail to beat Blackburn. Should that happen, Nottingham Forest will look to close the gap on the automatic promotion places with a win over Swansea. Um, elsewhere Huddersfield go to Coventry Middlesbrough and Mil- Millwall's playoff hopes hinge on their results against Stoke and Peterborough respectively today in the day's other games West Brom visit Reading Blackpool take on Derby Barnsley meet Preston it's Bristol versus Hull and Cardiff entertain Birmingham uh, Peamount lead the Women's National League on goal difference alone ahead of today's Dublin Derby with Bohemians second placed Shelburne host Treaty United Wexford Youths go to Galway DLR Waves play Cork City and Athlone face Sligo Rovers should mention the championship as well there is a latest score 38 minutes played Barnsley 1 Preston 1 is the latest score in that early kickoff in the championship it's only fitting isn't it that on the same day that Fulham get promoted Norwich will go down <laughs> swings and roundabouts these really teams just yeah like Fulham are one of those teams it's not easy to get promoted to the Premier League but the fact that they keep doing it and doing it they would obviously love to just stay in the division yeah I don't know what it must be like to be a Fulham fan every year just having a really bad season and yeah. like not enjoying going and watching your team because you know that Majority of the time, you're going to lose roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. I would say, like you can't. Obviously, getting promoted is fantastic, but I mean, you got to stay there. You got to stay there. Like Leeds fans will know all about it. Like when you go down from the Premier League, you can stay down for a quite long period of time. Mm. Aston Villa were down for three years. Aston Villa were down for three years. This is the thing, and such a big club as well. Like yeah. I'm speaking to a lot of Leeds fans recently, and even Will was talking outside about speaking to to Matt Cooper this morning, and. They are very, very pessimistic about their chance of staying up. Like, let me just check the the standings of the Premier League at the minute because they're not they're far from favourites to go down. You'd have to say it's currently well Norwich at the bottom on twenty one points. You've Watford on twenty two, Everton on twenty nine points. Then in the last of the relegation spots, they're two points behind Burnley. Everton with a game in hand though, and then Leeds are well Leeds are five points ahead of Everton in the relegation spots and but uh, a game extra played. Leeds fans should be worried, concerned, but I don't think they need to. Uh, I don't really think they need to be too worried, to be honest. Not it's, just yet. It's only Burnley and Everton that are going to be in this fight, I think. Burnley, like, all of a sudden, everyone was castigating them, of course, for getting rid of Sean Dyche. Everyone loves a bit of Sean Dyche, and his press conferences, con- press conferences added a lot to, uh, to the Premier League, and uh, he was one of those characters that we all seem to enjoy. But then they get rid of him, and 
it's proven to be the right decision. Like, you can't... At you, the moment it has, anyway. At the moment, well, yeah, of course it's going to have to be reflected on, on whether they stay up or not. Yeah, there's four more games, I think, four, four games. Yeah, but the fact that they've just... They've been playing so well recently, getting the results recently since that decision... Mm. I mean, it is an interesting one, I have to say. Yeah, the board were brave. The board were very, very brave. brave. They only gave Deutsch a new contract at the start of the season. Yeah, this is yeah. the thing. Football is fickle, Andy. Football yeah. is fickle. And you know, he, he was very loyal to the club as well. He was linked with the Everton job back in 2017. This is it. Yeah. Well, and he stayed. And yeah. uh, yet, uh, this is how he's uh, rewarded. But uh, Burnley doing the job so far, but I mentioned there'll be an action uh, later today. Watford is uh, the game for them at Vicarage Road. Uh, plenty of rugby action for you as well today. Munster. Uh, delayed Leinster securing top spot in the United Rugby Championship by 24 hours last night Mike Haley and Craig Casey both scoring a pair of tries in a 41-21 bonus point win over Cardiff at Musgrave Park uh, Leinster will though seal top seeding for the playoffs with a bonus point win away to the Stormers this evening at 5.15 as where Quaylen Blade wins his 150th Connacht cap in their game with the Cell Sea Sharks that is a tongue twister in Durban at 5 past 3 and Ulster are away to Edinburgh tonight from 7.35 uh, Ireland will look to con- uh, conclude their TikTok Women's Six Nations campaign on a high tonight Sam Monaghan is restored to the second row for their meeting with Scotland that's a, that's a Kingspan Stadium in Belfast where kickoff is at 8 o'clock Captain Nicola Friday says they aren't underestimating their opponents We've said that we can't underestimate them they're, they're going to be wanting that win and you have to respect that and they're a very good side as well so we've been we've noted that but we've also just turned the focus back onto ourselves and making sure that we have the, the detail in our play so that we can get some more ball and play time and really just show kind of what we're about We've had two really strong home crowds in the championship so far and it promises to be a, another really special occasion here tomorrow Yeah look it's it's been amazing to go around the country this year and see the different, uh, the different stadiums that are, are on offer here in Ireland and to have the crowds that come to each of the matches it's just really special and, and we really really appreciate the, the support that we're getting from, from the different parts of the country because it's just it's, it's like a 16th man on the pitch it really, it really boosts us and we've, we've been loving it Yep, the Irish captain Nicola Friday there speaking ahead of that TikTok Six Nations final game for Ireland against Scotland in Belfast this evening from 8pm. Uh, before that, there is a Grand Slam to be cited in Bayonne. France and England both have unblemished records ahead of their face-off at 2.15, so a massive game for both of those teams. Some Gaelic games to bring you as well. A place in the iconic football final is on offer to Sligo and Roscommon later. They meet in the first of this weekend's semi-finals with throw-in at Markievicz Park at 5 o'clock. Dublin commenced their pursuit of a 12th consecutive Leinster football title this evening. They're in the unfamiliar surrounds of Chadwick's Wexford Park to face Wexford from half past six. On the other side of the draw, Longford looking to reach a first provincial semi-final since 2018 as they play Westmeath in Mullingar. There's also a pair of quarterfinals down for decision in Munster with Clare up against Limerick and Waterford playing Tipperary. In the quarterfinals of the Ulster Football Championship, Clonus hosts the meeting of Monaghan and Down. Throw-in is at half past four and the winners will play either Derry or Tyrone in the semi-final. Um, Antrim can all but secure a place in the Joe McDonough Cup final this afternoon they are seeking a third consecutive win as they take on Carlo at Corrigan Park Meath still seeking their first points of this season's competition as they play at Kerry in Tralee while on the subject of Gilly Games I should mention the football pod with Paddy Andrews and James O'Donoghue is heading the road this summer and we want you to be there first up is the Royal Theatre Castle Bar on Thursday June 2nd where Paddy, James and Tommy Rooney of course will dissect, analyse and celebrate Mayo football as well as Championship 2022 in the usual football pod style plus you can expect a local legend or two to join the lads on stage that is the football pod with Paddy and James Castle Bar June 2nd tickets are on sale now go to otbsports.com forward slash events to get yours today and stay tuned to Off The Ball for details on more shows to come this is a Saturday sport made for you Shane oh. 
the snooker is on Katie Taylor's on tonight and then Monaghan playing today <sighs> the small matter of Monaghan at, uh, at Clonus at half past four Rory Larmer a Monaghan man has just tweeted me back a holy terror that you couldn't get the day off to head to Clonus Tony Keenan replies uh, he's saving it for a final I wouldn't do that I wouldn't get ahead of myself but yeah it's, it's, I'd normally be, be, be at every single Monaghan match but of course I'll get to watch it from the, the comfy confines of the, uh, the studio here today it's on television but um, it's, exci- it's, it's always exciting when, you, when your county starts if you're a Gaelic football fan or a hurling fan the day your county starts their championship campaign is, is full of optimism and excitement because no matter what county you're from you still have the, uh, the dream of uh, you know Monaghan's dream this year is to, to win a first Ulster title since 2015 They've never won in All-Ireland. I'm not going to get carried away and say they're going to win one, but uh, they certainly are in contention. There's there's teams there like Kerry, Mayo, Dublin, the top-tier teams, Tyrone. There's probably a second tier that Monaghan are in alongside teams like like Donegal, like Galway. Uh, probably Armagh are in that bracket as well. I'm forgetting other counties, no doubt, but uh, Kildare may be one of those teams. But um, it's a it's an All-Ireland Championship. You're, you're a dub, Andy. The dub's back in action this evening as well. Like, Do you get... Do you get sick? Like, do, does winning, like I just said, they're they're aiming for their what twelfth consecutive Leinster title. Do you yeah, get bored of it? Yeah. Uh, I, in terms of the whole Dublin population, yeah, I would say there's a massive uh, talk of that because I mean, there's so many times where you walk into a pub in town and all the ca- all the TVs are showing the football, the yeah. Premier League instead of the GAA now, you know and that's down to the fact that there isn't as much popularity from dubs mm. in terms of wanting to watch the Leinster Championship I think the, I almost think Dublin getting relegated from Division 1 could be a good thing for them like it's Absolutely. change of scenery yeah. and it's 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 motivation to, to get back into Division 1 and start competing again we can't stop the news round without uh, or finish the news round without talking Katie Taylor Katie Taylor making history hoping to make history and helping to make history in the small hours of uh, tomorrow morning tonight tomorrow morning the undisputed world lightweight champion puts her Belts on the line against Puerto Rico's Amanda Serrano. She faces her in the first all-female fight to headline New York's Madison Square Garden. The brave fighter is clearly looking forward to the occasion. I haven't been this this excited about a fight in a long time. Um, I am very, very excited about this fight. The last couple of opponents, you know, a win is a win. That's the most important thing, is to get you those fights with a win. And I, I put myself in a great opportunity here. Um, and they're great, they're great fighters as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think... Uh, I put myself in this great opportunity. Um, I'm feeling better than ever. Well, nobody ever says they have a bad training camp, don't sure. you? Know? <laughs> every, yeah. Everyone says they've had the best training camp they've ever right. had. Everyone's uh, every single fighter will open a press conference to go and say they're going to win. Fifty uh, percent of those boxes are wrong. Fifty percent are right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel great. I'm looking forward to to, put, to showcase what I can do and uh, putting on a, a, a brilliant performance. Yeah, Kitty Taylor speaking ahead of that one tonight. Will you stay up, Andy, to watch this one? Probably. I think I'll stay up, yeah. There's a lot of people talking about getting up in the middle of the night to watch, but it's at half three, I mean... that's that, I'm a, I'm very much a night owl. Like, I'll be still up at that time. Yeah, I'm very much the type of person that will stay up late at night and watch the US sports, the NBA yeah. playoffs are on at the moment. Normally, there's uh, NFL on the wintertime as well. A bit of UFC, sometimes late late Saturday nights as well. There's always Absolutely. something late at night. Yeah. Um, so it's made for us night owls tonight. Uh, so we wish Kitty the best of luck. That's... That's. I mean, she's making history. Uh, it's uh, probably the. It's not even probably. It's definitely the 
most uh, the biggest night in Irish, box, yeah, Irish yeah. boxing history 100% 100% well, what she's done for the sport is uh, is quite extraordinary and she continues to do it so literally the best of luck to Katie Taylor we'll all be uh, hopefully getting up and watching that one later tonight should mention before we finish Ronnie O'Sullivan uh, is now 14 frames to 9 ahead of John Higgins in the World Snooker Championship semi-finals the first player to 17 will advance to tomorrow's final Joe Trump needs just 4 more frames to seal his place in the final uh, he leads a resurgent Mark Williams who was 7 frames down at one stage 13-11 they'll resume at half past two plenty of racing today as well the curtain coming down in the national hunt season at Punchestown where the six jumps champions will be crowned at half past three JP McManus takes the champion owner title while Willie Mullins and Paul Townend sign off on a brilliant week at Punchestown as champion trainer and champion jockey first races uh, first of eight races off at 2.35pm should mention before we finish as well um if you're, as you're binging on sport this weekend as we all will be to pick out your best performance of the weekend whether it's a player manager or even the ref tune into OTB's Instagram page on Sunday evening this week and leave your selection in the comments under our performance rankings post if your selection in the comments uh, if your selection matches our top pick live on Monday's OTB AM then you're in with a chance of winning a Gillette ProGlide Razor Skin Guard Shaving Gel and ProGlide Refill Blades Pack that is the Gillette Labs performance rankings for an effortless finish to your day right Andy enjoy the day's sport there's I'll plenty try. of it to happen uh, I don't even know where to look because later on we're going to have we're going to have Ronnie O'Sullivan in action we're going to have Monaghan in action we're going to have the Premier League title race heating up later on tonight we're going to have Katie Taylor it's just one of those days as you said made for me and made for, for plenty of uh, sports fans so uh, yeah, listen, forward to it. enjoy it enjoy it uh, thanks for coming in Andy and uh, pleasure as always and uh, folks there's plenty still to come off the ball between now and uh, 5 o'clock. We've got that panel coming up after the ad break. Paul O'Donovan, Vicky Wall and Emer Constein from 2 o'clock then. I'll be speaking to uh, Barry Hearn, a feature interview on the release of his uh, autobiography, which is just out. Uh, two days ago it was released and it's a fascinating read. I've already had a dive through it. Uh, and football Saturday then from 3 o'clock to 5 o'clock. Johnny Ward, Graham Gartland and Simon Cox. Plenty to tuck into. It's halftime as well. Liverpool leading Newcastle by a goal to nil at St James's Park. But we'll be back with the Saturday panel next.